Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beards Up Sports Talk, Sebo in the house, Debo in the house, episode 28. Debo, let's jump right in. What are you drinking? I uh, got my beer of the month club this weekend, and I am drinking the Sea Dog Blueberry. We went blueberry picking this weekend, and I got the blueberries that is. in the glass. Now, many of folk have told me that that's a little girly, that guys shouldn't be doing that. I think that's a strong move. Obviously, you do too. I, I obviously do Yeah, I could care less what anyone thinks about me. Right. Put all the blueberries in it. I love it. And I'm back in progression, man. And I'm drinking Connect the Dots. You already know. It's like one of my yep. favorite beers. It looks incredible. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, incredible. we're leaving for, for uh, Delaware next week. And I've made the decision that I'm going to be bringing progression down to Delaware with us. So that'll be my drink of choice for a week or more. I love it. All right, let's jump right in. Let's start with the NBA. Lou Williams. Lou Williams. Clipper guard, score a lot of points, can sometimes be a feisty defender. Yep. He got himself in a little trouble, Doc. Just a little. Just a little trouble. Got an okay to leave the bubble. Yep. There was a funeral he had to attend. Before returning home to the bubble, he stopped off for a little fun. Well, he went, he went to some kind of show, right? It was a Magic City in Atlanta, baby. <laughs> I Lou know. Williams we went to the strip club. Lou Williams left the NBA bubble, went to his buddy's funeral, then went to the strip club. What are your thoughts, D? <laughs> I mean, I mean – <laughs> We're going to get into the whole COVID thing once we get to MLB and Miami because we're going to talk about that. But, I mean, man, do you want to play basketball? Do you really – like, you can't take a night off or, you know, three months off from going to see some titties? Here, and here like, get, feed me any story that starts with he was allowed to lead the team to go to a funeral and got caught with pictures being taken of him at a strip club. My okay, so I don't know if right before we got on, I saw uh, Kendrick Perkins tweeting at him, and he said uh, it's crazy that um, Zion Williamson is more mature than Lou Williams, a 15-year veteran. And Williams came back at him with, "Man, you're gonna blow me up for going to get a plate of hot wings." I, it looked like he was doing more than getting a plate of hot wings. He also he lied. He lied to the world because they were like. Hey, Lou, 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 Big Lou, 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 you were at the strip club. And he was like, no, it no, it wasn't. I wasn't there. There were pictures of you, Lou. So now he's got a 10-day quarantine, which goes right into the season, right? And obviously the Clippers are playoff bound, Yep. probably a top two, three seed, so it's not going to have a huge impact on seeding. But again, to your point about a 15-year vet, he was gone, what, a day, two days? Stopped off at a strip club. And then when he got outed, lied. So if he's doing it, other people are doing it. Oh, 100%. And again, do you folks, but 
bigger picture, if the NBA doesn't get to have its season or it has to shut it down, that's money out of everybody's pockets. Yes. So Big Lou, Little Lou, Lou Williams, ease up there, guy. Take a break from the strip club. No doubt. You, uh, you said something about money out of pockets. Uh, we didn't talk about this at, you know, before we got on, but what are your thoughts on Kyrie committing $1.5 million to pay WNBA players for opting out? I think it's incredible. For, I mean, and it's not even just for social justice reasons. It's also for COVID rele- uh, reasons. If they're, you know, whatever reason they're opting out and he's going to help pay their salaries, which is crazy because well, – Kyrie's typically an asshole. Well, I wasn't even going there, but $1.5 million can help pay players there. Like, that's – 1.5 probably pays for, like, three teams there, the way they – That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's crazy. And from what I've seen with all their social justice stuff, their, their, their ratings are through the roof. Well, yeah. Did you see they walked off the court? Off the court, court. yep. Yeah. I mean, good on Kyrie. Sucks for that WNBA players that that much money can probably cover that many players. Mm-hmm. But strong move by him. He's got plenty of money. He's going to keep making plenty of money. And, you know, like that's a, that's a solid look. Now, yep. Lou Williams, not great. Not great. Yeah, I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't bury NBA completely. I mean. No, 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 no. And we're days away from the season starting, and I'm optimistic. The MLS bubble that's also in Orlando, zero tests. They've been testing folks nonstop. So whatever they're doing, they're doing well. Yeah. So let's hope the bubble works. I've been, I've been, I've, I've thought the bubble suspect, but, but maybe, maybe it works. Because this whole MLB season might be over before it gets started, kid. <laughs> I know. All right. So let's set the stage. Miami Marlins are in Philadelphia to open the season. Sunday, before the game starts, Deke, three guys test positive. They go ahead and play the game. Then they do some tests. And guess what? 13? It's At this point, I've got 11 out of the 33 players plus two coaches testing positive. Okay, so 13, oh, yeah, 13 people, people on the team. Yep. Um, yeah, so they were also in Atlanta right before that game, their season started. Both catchers for the Braves are currently out with COVID, either um, symptoms, one's symptoms, one's testing positive. <sighs> they, they, they're postponing Miami's games. They're postponing the Yankee-Phillies series, probably the whole series, unless they get – Results back quick. Like, what is going on? Like, I mean, it's not surprising. It's in Florida. So, I mean, we talk about it. Were they going to the strip club? Were they going to the beach? Like, how is this happening? If Also, like, for, for all intents and purposes, they've been following the, M, the MLB safety protocols. However, obviously not. Obviously not. Jesus. <laughs> And not to mention, on top of all of what you said, the entire clubhouse of the Philadelphia Phillies has to be quarantined now because they yep. were interacting with them, right? Yep. Realistically, does this end the MLB season? Not yet. I think you're going to wait and see what happens with the Phillies test, right? But, I mean, all eyes are on the Major League Baseball right now. They're the ones that are – I mean, obviously, Major League Soccer started first, but – for whatever reason, they're, they're doing it good. They're, I mean, they're not traveling all over the United States. They're just staying in their bubble. And I don't know if soccer players are just willing to 
not be crazy and do crazy things. But I mean, how are they going to fix this? The questions are that it's how are they going to handle it? Think about it. NBA starts on Thursday. NHL starts on Saturday. Difference is NHL, same thing as MLS, zero positive tests in the last three weeks. Uh, I mean, here's the deal. You, you can't, you, we're not good enough. We're just, we're, we're not good enough. I, the whole time you're talking, all I'm thinking about is how soccer leagues in, in Europe and all just played two months of, of, the, of their season with but a few people testing positive. Yep. And they were traveling all over the place, just like here, traveling all over the place. Yet somehow they managed not to test positive. We are three days into the major league season, and half a damn team is, is put up. And it's this this season is in in danger. I mean, yes, it's legit. It's a thing. And the crazy part of this is you're talking about multi billion dollar leagues here, Major League Baseball. I'm sorry, NFL is going to have the problem. NBA is probably going to have the problem. These are billion dollar leagues, but yet they are testing positive, and we expect our kids to go back to school. They can't even do this. Adults can't even do this and and make it happen. But we want our kids to go back to school. It it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't. And I know this is a sports podcast, but that's the first thing I thought of when I saw this. Like, yeah, these people are they get all the money that they have to actually put these safety protocols in. Our schools don't get funding enough funding to do this, and and that's why I'm talking about it because it's just it's apples versus oranges, and oranges are gonna lose. Yeah, and, and the reality is they're following these protocols, but, like, I assume these folks are just going home at night. And, again, who, who, who are they going home to and what have those people been doing during the day, right? Yep. And on some level, the, the bubble deals with that, right? It, it deals with the idea of, like, keeping people out, you, you know, staying in a confined space, blah, 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 blah. But, like, the reality is, Major League Baseball had an opportunity to get this squared away, and obviously they, they screwed it up. They couldn't even make it through one series. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it ends the ML season now, but if this happens again or we continue to see cases here, cases there, you're either going to lose the season entirely because they're going to have to shut it down, or there's going to be enough – MLB players that aren't playing that the baseball is just going to be really shitty. Yeah. People are going to start to tune out, you know, and you know, and we'll get to it in a little bit, but like there's also been a shit ton of injuries already. Yeah. That's one of the things that I'm, I'm focused on. I mean, you know, so like, and we talked about this leading up to the season that I thought there was going to be a bunch of injuries or that there was going to be some lackluster play just because, these guys are just sitting around waiting for the okay to play. And now we, now what we're realizing is not only they're just sitting around, but they're also not taking care of themselves and putting themselves in harm's way, which is putting other people in harm's way. And thank God there are no fans in the stands. Right. 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 All right. So the major league baseball season has started. Yep. It has. We are a oh, weekend it, it, into games. Yep. And so let's do some takeaways. Let's, let's see what now, but before we get started, I just want a quick shout out to Toronto who decided to do their home games at Buffalo. 
Nice. So they are the Buffalo Blue Jays for this year. Nice. Um, and my and my Bills Mafia uh, Facebook page has been ripe with Toronto slash Buffalo Blue Jays emblems and and pictures and stuff like that. Fantastic. I love it. Let's start. Let's go back and forth. What's your first Major League Baseball takeaway a weekend in? I'm going to go with my team, my, the Braves. You know, I, we t- I talked about it, the, the pitching. Now, this is through three games. I don't know if you've seen the score so far today. They let up 13 runs. Mike Fultonevich did not have a great start today. But for the first uh, three games of the season, I know it's the Mets. Um, they let up, it was something like six runs, five runs in those three games. Bats were a little quiet. They lost the first one, one nothing. So I think, you know, those top three pitchers looked decent. I know Newcomb only made it like three innings, but that's, you know, beginning of the season, kind of what he does, three, four inning guy. Um, the other thing I, you know, Hakuna, man, before he went into tonight's game, he had eight strikeouts in three games. He added another three. And he's batting leadoff. Not what you need from your leadoff guys. So, I mean, happy with the Braves pitching. Hopefully, hopefully the offense can get going. They did yesterday, but – and, they, you know, they put up another five or six runs tonight so far, and I think they'll be fine. All right, I'm going to match you. I'll go with my team. We lost a series to the Orioles. <laughs> I'm sorry. After, after literally beating the crap out of them in the first game, like 13-2. Yep. Um, our pitching is not good. No. And, you know, I, I texted you during the game. Like, I didn't realize Eduardo Rodriguez was going for a heart MRI. Yeah, his season's probably not happening. Nope. Um, and so that leaves Ivaldi and a bunch of guys, they're just picking up off the waiver wire. Um, pitching was always going to be iffy for this team. Um, it's god-awful. Um, we're literally just, like, snagging guys when they become oh. available. Um, so... Uh, shout out to Iraq. Hopefully, he has a speedy recovery. I don't know that he should play any baseball this year. I don't think he yeah, will he play any baseball this year. But like, um, remember like uh, two years ago when we were World Series champs, and now we don't have a pitching staff. Um, and again, I get it. If we're looking at next year, you know, Chris Sale comes back. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Erod's there. Yep. Vivaldi's still hanging around. So like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not losing faith in the future. But like right now. We're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, you're going to win the World Series. It's just I like it. some time for us to get there. Okay. No, I mean, it's, it's a long, short season. Right. All right, number two for you. I think it's going to be the injuries. I mean, we're, we, we talked about it a lot. Um, Verlander was the whole season, but then it's just possibly two weeks. Yeah. But could be the whole season. And, you know, people dropped him in fantasy, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Kluber's out, Mazara's out, Kershaw, Rendon, Bouchette just went out today. And that's just some of the names. I mean, it's just going on. And it's not like they didn't have the full spring training. They did. And then, then they sat around like we talked about. And then they had a quick, what, two weeks maybe yep. to really loosen up. And it's a whole other world. I mean, they're throwing – you know, some of these pitchers are throwing 90 – to 95 mile an hour fastballs and that takes up some torque on your arm and it's it, your forearms it's not great so it's I, I worry that it's just going to keep piling up for the whole season and like you said it's not just gonna be COVID it's gonna be regular injuries and you're gonna be talking about 
every team's going to look like the Miami Marlins at some point. Yeah, and that was one of the things. So this was my one of my takeaways, too, was the injuries and the positive COVID test, right? Like, put the Marlins aside, right? Yep. All the names you mentioned, Ken Giles is the closer for the Blue Jays, I believe. Strasburg's iffy. Yeah, I didn't see um, that. And the Nats just moved another one of their pitchers to the 60-day DL. And this is, again, in three days. In three days, we lost a bunch of aces and a bunch of other pitchers, right? And then on top of it, you're talking about legit superstars like Juan Soto testing positive, or Aldis Chapman already tested positive, right? Like Freddie Freeman. Right. right. But I'm talking more about, like, the guys that, like, have not played a game yet. Yeah. Right? And so – you know I've said this about sports coming back. The quality was going to be bad. And this is kind of to my point that, like, nobody was ready. Yeah. Nobody was ready. And the pitchers are going to get injured. And offense hasn't – you know, there's been a lot of runs scored, but there's, there's, there hasn't been kind of the output that some people are thinking there was going to be. This is going to be like AAA baseball, man. It's, people are going to be getting sick. People are going to get injured. You're going to see starting pitches that you've never seen before. The Red Sox already have guys you've never seen before. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the injury bug hit quick, and that's, again, one week in it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, literally, the Nats had to bump their number two starter because he couldn't pitch because he had, like, tightness in his form or whatever. I'm, I'm probably messing that up. But he didn't pitch. Yeah. So, problems, guys. And, again, if you're, getting, if you're going to have positive tests – and again, the Marlins thing is an outlier in my sense in that it's a big deal, but it's like a big group of guys. But if you're getting a te- positive test here, positive test here, the idea, you know, maybe Mike Trout leaves because his, his kid is born. Hell, at this point, I might just be like, oh, you know, my kid's born. Excuse for me to get the hell out of here before something bad happens. Right. You know? No, I, I, I agree. I think you might start seeing players coming up. I don't want to say faking injuries, but, you know, eh, this is a little sore today. Maybe it's time to go see a doctor out, you know, and then oh, I've been in the hospital. I have to quarantine for 14 days. And now you're just talking, you know, it's going to be interesting. I mean, to that point today, I was reading that and I can't remember the player's name, but he was a player that was in like the team 60 player pool. So they can have that 60 player pool. Right. Mm-hmm. And he didn't make the, the 33 traveling players or whatever, but he's in the 60 player pool that can be picked upon at any time. And once he didn't get picked for the 33 group, he was just like, I'm opting out. I'm good. Like, yeah. if there's like a 12% chance of me playing, I might as well go home and be safe with my family than like be down at this training facility where who knows what's going on. Right. Right. I mean, if we're being honest. So, yeah, I think you're right. All right. Give me your number three. I have that, whether it's good baseball or bad baseball. It's going – I don't know if anyone is going to run away with anything. Like, I know it's only three, three games, but after, after the first two set of games, I think there was only one 0-2 team, one 2-0 team, and everyone else was 1-1. And, and I know it's the first weekend, and that probably happens more often than not. But for some reason, it just stuck out, and maybe it's because it's a short year. I don't know how many teams are going to go on that 10-game winning streak like sometimes you see in a regular season because there, there's we talked about you're going to be having pitchers being stretched out, maybe six-man rotations, more injuries. I think, I think there's going to be a lot of teams that we didn't think were going to have a shot to be okay are going to be still in this thing mostly because of injuries and just not being able to get a good 
feel for um, feel for the game. It's interesting. I mean, and it's interesting too. I mean, that's a good point because that could really mess up some some draft statuses for next year, right? Like you 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 might imagine over a 162 game season, the bad teams are just going to be bad, right? Right. But if somehow they manage a 28 and 32 season, and you know, let's say one of our teams just falls off and they they finish, you know, 20 and 40. Now all of a sudden you're getting a top, you know, a top 10 draft pick out of it. That's not, you know, a bad deal. Now, not as huge of a deal in, in baseball because those players don't come along right away. Right. You know, if it was basketball or football, it'd be a huge deal. But like, you know, that's a good point. My third point is I'm going to name some names off for you real quick. Acuna. Yep. Betts. Okay. Fletch. Yep. Lindor. Okay. Four pretty good guys, right? Those are MVP guys, right? I mean, yeah, those are MVP candidates. Yep. All of them hitting under 200. I mean, and I don't even think it's close to 200, right? I think, I, think, uh, I, I don't have it right in front of me, but I, like, somebody that was batting like a buck 77. Acuna's like 111. Yeah. And there was somebody Which, that was, I think, under, under 100. And Trout was there until yesterday. Now he's at 300. Yeah. I mean, that's all it's going to take. It's going to take a couple games. They'll be fine. Yeah. I, I think my point is that, like, but in a vacuum, in a 60-game season, a bad like, – to your point, a bad run of, of your best player means maybe you lose a couple games that you thought you were going to win. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, Devers. I, mean, I, think, I mean, even Devers struggled. I don't think he's doing very well right now. It's – Jose Iglesias that was, like, five for five yesterday for the Orioles. I mean, it's going to – it's – it's going to be an interesting I, year. And I, and I think I said this before. I do think it's the veteran teams that are going to – or the veteran teams or the veteran players that are going to kind of win out because I think those people – those are the players that probably never stop training. They, knew, they know what it takes to get through an MLB season. You know, obviously the pitchers, it's a whole different ballgame. But, like, um, I just think, you know, it could be the, some of these younger players. And none of these guys are necessarily younger. I'm not talking about these guys specifically. But, like, yeah, there's there's Jose Iglesias, the shortstop for the Marlins, is batting like 750 so far this season. He's got like two home runs. He's like 35 years old. I'm like this guy's never really played major league baseball in his life, but here he is, batting <laughs> 750 a weekend yeah. in, right? Yeah. I, I just, I it was just, I was looking at some stats. And I was like, holy, holy crap! Like, here's all these big names, and yes, yes, it's three games in, and by the end of the week they're going to probably be batting 250, 300. Right. Bit about this conversation. But in a short season, a bad weekend, going 0-3, is the difference between you going 32 wins and maybe being a, a wild card team and 29 and being looking on the outside looking in. Yep. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you there. You know, so I mean, it's going to – I mean, it'll be interesting to watch. Again, not a whole lot happened this weekend in the grand scheme of things. Like you said, like, no team showed out. You know, no team fell apart. Well, but, did, didn't – I mean, did Houston end up – pulling off against Seattle and taking three or four games. Cause I know they were, they won the first two and I know they blew a lead to be down five, four, but I couldn't, I didn't know if they came back to, uh, I can't even tell you. Yeah. I, it's, I, I know your, your boy over there in LA, Ohani, he did not have a good start. It's early. Bruh. Just, just hit. <laughs> it's going to get late quick. It's going to get late. Yeah. quick. Yeah. All right. Anything else you got for me today, D? Nothing serious. I was just curious what you thought of the uh, the new uh, NHL Seattle Kraken. You seen the uh, logo for it? Yeah, I mean NHL does logo logos well. I feel like their yeah. logos are always on point. Um, yeah. I saw mixed reviews about the name. Um, 
I'll say this. Good to get sports back in Seattle. They deserve it. They need a basketball yeah. team. They need now they have a hockey team. That 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 fan base is gonna be all in right from the jump. Um and and yeah, I mean I'm happy for them. The hockey in Seattle seems weird though, but you know what? It, it does seem a little weird. I mean it's not that far from uh Canada, but you know. But so does hockey in Carolina. So this is fair. What the right. fuck do I know? I mean, you're talking about Seattle. I mean we 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 kind of haven't even talked about this. I'm surprised Jamal Adams, the, the, yeah, you know what? That's, I mean, I guess, I guess we could take a few minutes to talk about that. I mean, he basically forced his way out of there. Clown, clown two, two firsts and a third though, man. Whew. Here's what I'll say though. So what? Like I, I, I if they win a Super Bowl in the next right. two years, which is, I think, what he's got left on his rookie contract. Yeah. So what? Right? Fair enough. If they can convince Jadavion Clowney to come back, because he's still out there, right? Yeah, he is. If they can convince him to come back, that's a, that's a legit team right there. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I mean, again, it's a lot. Don't get me wrong. Two firsts and a second, right? And they gave him a safety. I thought it was two two firsts and a third. Okay. Two firsts and a third. And they, and they, and they, and they gave up – or no, they – for, yeah, so they gave up a safety. Or, yeah. They a gave safety. up a lot. The, the Seahawks gave up a lot. But this is, their, this is their thing. They're all in. And, yeah. they need, and they need dudes on a rookie contract because yep. they pay Russell Wilson so much. So, good on them. Good on the Jets for getting worse. You know, Le, 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 Le'Veon Bell was like, kind of like shade tweeting out there. And I don't know if you saw Jamal Adams was like, I got you. I got you. We'll see you. Well, it, it sounds like, uh, sounds like Jamal Adams like recruited Bell a little bit to come and then like push his way out. I mean, listen, yeah, I'm sure he did. That was before Adam Gase got there. Adam Gase is a clown. Fair like, enough. Legitimately, he's a clown. And again, I, I get Jamal Adams being like, Get me out of here. This is this is a rebuilding team. They're not going to be good. Le'Veon Bell is going to be playing the the last years of his career with a bunch of rookies, and it's going to be bad. It is going to be bad. You know? Yep. And now Jamal Adams gets to go to, to Seattle and compete for a championship. I think I think I think he won out. And he's I, oh, absolutely. oh, he absolutely did. And yeah. he's going to get paid. Great fan base. And I, I different yeah. story for a different podcast, but like I think in today's NFL, you can rebuild faster if you have a quarterback and and you have a couple of players that you can build around. And that's what Seattle's done. I mean, they've kind of yeah. done this. They had those championship years where they were there, you know, they they won one, they should have won a second one. They, you know, they kind of fell off for a couple of years while they yeah, they, they they split up the Legion of Boom a little bit and then and now, now they're, they're back. Recovering. Yeah, you know they're back, and that, and they're going to be a really good team if we have an NFL season. What'd you say? I said if we have an NFL season, you know. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I'm sure at some point coming up in the next month. All right, y'all. Again, Black Lives Matter, Breonna Taylor. I'm just going to keep saying it until until they arrest some folks. Um, no. And oh yeah, subscribe, like the podcast, show us Spotify some now. Right, Spotify. Get us on Spotify. Get us on iTunes. iTunes. Man, YouTube. come find us. Come find us. All right, y'all. Peace.